Commander requested on the bridge. Garadan's voice sounded metallic through the comm grill of Astalan's quarters, and its flat, precise tone gave no sense of the captain's mood. Astalan was sat at his small desk, garbed in an open-fronted robe, poring over weapons manifests. There was no need to respond. Galadan would have been more specific if the chapter commander's presence was urgently needed, and the lack of a general alarm reassured Astalan that this was probably nothing more than some routine logging or scan result requiring his authorization. He placed the manifests neatly into the desk's drawer and stood. A glance out of the small porch showed the DX-619 star much closer now. The dark shape of a planet could be clearly seen intruding upon the edge of the orb. That was nothing new, either. They'd been closing on the world for three days now, and they would reach it in two more. It was just a small shadow at the moment, like any other ball of rock they had encountered. With a resigned weariness, Astalan made his way along the metal and plascrete innards of the ship to the bridge. As the heavy double doors hissed open, Astalan was confronted by a scene of intense activity. The technicians were gathered in small clusters of fours and fives around certain instruments, and seemed to be checking each other's calculations and findings. Galadan turned, and Astalan saw a glimmer in his companion's eyes and an expectant look. Unlike the chapter commander, Galadan was in his armour, as befitted the bridge commander. Servos creaked as the captain gestured towards the main panel. Astalan's eyes immediately fixed on the radio relay as he strode into the room. He stopped in his tracks only three paces in. There was a spike on the small line. It was not particularly tall, but it was a definite abnormality. Regaining his composure, Astalan stepped up beside Galadan. The captain turned an inquiring look at one of the chief technicians and received a wordless nod in reply. Report, said Astalan. Confirmed artificial radio signature, Commander, Galadan replied, unable to keep the hint of a smile from his lips. Astalan turned his attention to the chief technician, a lanky man with thinning hair and grey stubble. Automated? Location? said Astalan. A couple of times before they'd come across old beacons or communications satellites miraculously still functioning centuries after those that had launched them had perished. Fourth planet, definitely fluctuating, very likely to be non-automated, the technician reassured him. Sound general alarm, ordered Astalan. It was a wise precaution, but Astalan did it as much to alert the crew that something was happening as he did out of military prudence. Signal the rest of the fleet with our findings. Rendezvous adjustment to point Sigma Absolute. Please convey an invitation to Chapter Commander Belath to join me as soon as possible. Further scanning revealed that the planet's inhabitants had the capability to communicate by radio, and technicians soon confirmed that the inhabitants were human and spoke a dialect of the Terran language. The news that the fleet had indeed discovered an isolated human world brought Belath to the Spear of Truth for a meeting between the two chapter commanders. With the fleet at general quarters once more, Astalan stood in one of the Spear of Truth's docking bays, clad in his armour, awaiting the arrival of Belath. Accompanying Astalan were his three on-board company commanders and an honour guard from the first company. Around them the hangar was full of drop pods, the immense shapes of Castellan-class bombers and Harbinger assault craft, 
as well as the hawk-like forms of five Deathbird interceptors. Racks of bombs and missiles, crates of ammunition and stacks of power packs filled much of the remaining space. A dull clang above the chapter commander signaled the arrival of Belath's transport. In the ceiling, gears ground into action, and a breeze wafted upwards as the inner lock doors opened and the air inside the hangar was drawn up into the void above. Hydraulics wheezing, the heavy lift brought down the sleek, eagle-proud craft, lights strobing an orange warning to those below and throwing dancing shadows around the assembled space marines. As the lift descended, Astalan considered how little he knew of his visitor. This was the first opportunity that he'd been granted to meet his fellow chapter commander face to face. He had exchanged comm contacts with Belath, but only on a very formal basis. Belath's fleet and chapter had joined Astalan's only two weeks earlier, in the Calcabrina system. Astalan had been informed by Belath that the Dark Angel's Primarch, the Lion, had sent Belath to add his forces to the expedition. Astalan knew nothing of Belath, but these days that was not surprising. The massive influx of warriors into the Legion following the rediscovery of Caliban meant that there were many commanders who had never met each other, tossed together on task forces and in war zones all across the galaxy. That one such chapter commander had been dispatched to assist Astalan was curious, for the simple fact that there had been little enough for Astalan's chapter to do, and additional forces were unlikely to change that.